Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to the PFFA pod. My name is Kyle McLowry. I'm your host. I'm sitting here with my friend, Jason Cunningham. Uh, good morning, Jason. Morning, Kyle. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, our uh, task today mostly is to talk about the Paycheck Committee, um, get people up to date. I suspect this may be part one of two or three about uh, on this one, but uh, we'll get to that in a moment. I'd like to start with uh, quick introductions. If you could just tell the folks out there who might not know you, uh, just a little bit about your time in the Bureau, where you're stationed, and that sort of stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm Jason Cunningham, uh, work truck 7B. Uh, been there about, I don't know, 15 years. At truck 7? Uh, or at sevens at sevens yeah. off and on and i uh, got about 20 in the bureau um i'm also chair of the paycheck committee uh newly minted member of the local 43 communications group and i'm on the healthcare committee that actually leads me to one of the things i wanted to start with just a quick shout out to you to thank you for all the effort and time and in, um, involvement you have put into issues at Local 43, and I've worked with you on the healthcare committee and also the paycheck committee. So I know you jump you jump in and put your hand up and you get involved, which is great. So uh, thanks for all that effort and time you put in. Well, uh, a lot of guys from the union have helped me out. I'm just trying to give back. Perfect. I think there's a, a couple of things we want to talk about. And like I mentioned, the, the healthcare, I'm not healthcare, the paycheck committee is where we're going to start. You mentioned the newly, what is it, new position, community outreach, is that what you said? Yeah, I'm working with uh, Terry Foster and Maria FCF on the communications group. I'll be talking with neighborhood association meetings, uh, probably about the lack of fire coverage in East County. Uh-huh. It, uh, there's a lot of data over the years and from TriData and the CityGate study recently that show that we need some more rigs out in East County mm-hmm. one way or another, or less calls. I'm not too picky about the solution. Or both. Yeah. And so I'm going to drill down real quick. This is going to be everybody out there. This will take like four, four minutes, maybe three minutes. I know we spoke, uh, Jason and I spoke off air, and this is sort of a passion project. He's really put a bunch of time in. A lot of this is sort of a springboard out of the CityGate study. Yes. Okay. Um, you don't want to go into too much detail, but I guess you're working on trying to find a way to help uh, build a pressure relief valve of sorts for the amount of calls that are just drowning the stations over there in East County. Is that an okay, okay sort of 10,000 foot view? Exactly. Um, it was the call volume and it's an f- impact on my guys that started me looking into this. But then I uh, saw the data from CityGate and realized that we, we are not adequately covering East County. Uh, there's an inequity in the coverage for those neighborhoods. And given our call volumes, it's only going to get worse. And I'm concerned both for my people and the people who live in my neighborhood. And it's no secret to any of us. We all know this, but you're trying to make some concrete steps towards hopefully near term is a very, you know, it's a subjective term, but near term type solution. And it, needs a, it needs a long-term solution, but maybe some even Band-Aid type things that could hopefully fix a little bit. Yeah, it's difficult to get resources, you know, any action the city is going to take is going to take a year or two yeah. before you see it on the street. So it ideally, we'd build two more stations out there, but that's, you know, 20 years out. Right. And, you know, there are some newer members who are familiar, who are familiar with the CityGate study. And you mentioned TriData. They may, may not be as familiar with TriData, but it's sort of the predecessor type studies, the five, 10 years ago. And they had the exact... I don't want to say exact same, very similar findings a decade ago 
1996, Tridata did a study. 2006, Tridata did a study. There was a budget crunch for another deployment analysis in 2010. Those were all public documents. Um, and then the CityGate study, and they consistently make the same recommendations. Uh, there aren't enough resources in East County, okay. and it's been exacerbated in the last five years. It sure has. Well, thanks for working on that. Appreciate it. Hope, wish you all the success, and that will be success for everybody. So well, we can pivot now into the Paycheck Committee. Let's talk a little bit again, 10,000-foot level, how it got started, why it got started, and um, maybe some of the overarching goals for this committee. Uh, maybe we'll have some chan a chance to drill down a little bit in the details, but that's probably the place to start. Okay. Uh, I went to a union meeting, and uh -huh. I raised my hand and complained <laughs> about you know numerous paycheck errors that people had had. I'd been overpaid by $2,000 and had to pay it back, um, and that drew my attention to other people having difficulties. Um, and... Isaac McLennan, you know, said, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? And mm. I kind of had to put up or shut up. And so I volunteered to start the paycheck committee and it kind of snowballed from there. And luckily you and, uh, Rob Ryan from fours stepped up to help out. I think he was cap cap. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Um, anyway, that we were joined by Jason Learn and Danny Johnson and Charmaine Martinez from CHD and PSR. And it turns out that everybody is struggling with this problem, including cities, payroll, and HR. Right. Um, so, so you I, hit me just at a perfect moment of weakness there, where I had just been just been going through a paycheck issue, and um, when it was you know typical union fashion, you're like, what's the issue? Here's a here's a problem. Let's form a committee. Maybe you want to be chair. Great. Everyone in favor say aye, aye. Next issue. <laughs> so, yeah. Something to that effect. Um, so when you had anybody want to be part of it, I raised my hand. And suffice to say, the whole, the whole issue, the whole mechan the mechanisms of play are all more complicated and complex than they need to be. Very much so. We do our staffing through CrewSense, which is software that doesn't communicate with our accounting software. CrewSense itself is not well tailored to what we do. Uh, whoever the battalion staff captain is and their assistants have to deal with manually entering pay changes for every member. Um, I, I don't remember the exact number, but one example uh, shared with us by JP was there were over 200 manual entries for pay edits in CrewSense. You know, every time a member works out of class or, you know, has some variation in pay, that has to be noted in CrewSense. And, you know, each specific manual entry is an opportunity for an error. And I have great faith in JP and the job he's done. But when you have humans entering 200 pieces of data on a daily basis, eventually there's going yeah, to be a mistake. Yeah, was that daily or for a pay period? Do you think that 200? I, I have the data somewhere on my computer. I can dig it up. Uh, I believe that was one specific high watermark one day that he had to oh, make really? several hundred uh, manual entries. I'll do a quick I'll do a quick check, um, but I remember hearing that as well. So, yeah, I mean, that's just the first ch link in the chain of communication to go from 
member A working a shift to member A receiving pay for, for that shift. Well, and it's not just the first link because CrewSense only works for line personnel. If you're FMO or you work in another bureau or investigations, then you use differing software and your supervisor manually enters your hours, which is complicated by flex times and special leaves and considerations in the contract. So we have dozens of people entering everyone's hours manually. And none of these pieces of software communicate with SAP. So Mm -hmm. there has to be a separate set of data entry into SAP, which is what Kaylee Schmidt and Onisha oversee. And they are overworked and understaffed. It would be an understatement. Um, They have struggled to maintain you know, our paychecks and ours through several radical recent changes. And very often they're the last to be informed that these changes occurred. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, Onisha Elliott found out that we had trainees at TAC two weeks after they were there. Right. Huh. Um, Well, let's back up just a bit here. Uh, What are the systems? Okay, let me also put a caveat out there. I mentioned these are complex systems. Um, I think you probably understand them better than I do, but we, the information we're putting out here is to the best of our knowledge. Yes. I mean, we think we have that information right, and um, you know, we've done a bunch of research, but it's possible there may be some misunderstanding or perhaps a miscommunication. So bear with us, but we're certainly trying to do our best to get the information across. So to your, to your knowledge, you mentioned the CrewSense as sort of the first cha- chain, the first link in the chain. What are the mechanisms that also that you know? The three, there's like is there th- like three different softwares involved. Uh, it, you could talk to that. At least. Yep. Um, I know that CrewSense and Timesheets are how ours get submitted for pay. And then they are sent to uh, HR to be massaged into SAP, which is the city's accounting software. I and think then, that's done by hand as well, isn't it? Uh, it has to be because yeah. SAP doesn't communicate. Right and doesn't have the capability of managing our schedule and benefits. Those, those things don't exist in SAP, I was told. Uh-huh. Um, so Onisha is essentially, and Kaylee, are having to manually enter right. all the variances that our schedule pay and benefits require. Okay, and is that the end of the line? Or is it- uh, then after SAP gets checked off by either Onisha or Kaylee, it then gets forwarded to city payroll which I'm assuming that there is no hiccups on that end. It's uh, how the paychecks get issued. I haven't discussed that with anyone from the city. And it, it should, you would imagine, oh, it should, I don't know if it should is a good answer, a good way of saying it. You'd imagine that then it's a fairly easy transfer or inter- interface to city payroll uh, from SAP. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, SAP is the city's uh, accounting software for all of the bureaus. Right. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of human input, data input along the way, which yes. which is which is the way it is. Like you mentioned earlier about some of the other th- projects you're working on, for a city to change something doesn't happen quickly. And there's a, there's a lot that would it would entail a lot of work to change to a different way of doing it. But the current system, what we're working within, um, just because there's so much data going from one place to another um, that's as assumably sort of being taken from one spreadsheet, moved to another spreadsheet. There's just opportunity for, for 
uh, an error to be made, um, which just happened. And, and I think as people pay attention to their checks, you can find mistakes. Um, some of them may be because of a human error. Some may be because of a software error. I mean, uh, there's just different ways things can go wrong. And it is, like I said, overly complicated. I want to circle back again real quick to um, something. That I, did, I, I talked to JP about this. And for those of you who want to check this, in CruiseSense, on the crew, schedu- crew scheduler page, there's a little um, icon. It's like a little black page with a folder turned down, like, like a corner, turned, like a dog-eared corner that if you're working out of class or if you're working a callback and there's some note that's been entered into that overtime, you'll see that little black icon. Um, and it basically just means that their note was entered. So if you're working out of class or if you should be getting something or if you're working from FMO from a 40 hour to back on the, on the line, there's something that needs to be adjusted in your pay. Look for that little icon. And that'll be indication that for that shift that you're working on CruiseSense, the note was added that it's pay related. Apologies, that was the inaccuracy bell ringing. I need to just clear up or clarify a few things that I just said that were not exactly accurate. The little black dog-eared icon just indicates there's a note in uh, CruiseSense about that specific shift. So it may or may not be pay-related. It is often pay-related. However, it is not used for working out of class. It is used for working out of specialty. So if you typically typically get a 6 or 9% specialty pay and you're working in a different station, that would be a note that would be added and that would be uh, indicated in that little icon. Additionally, as I understand it, if you go to CruiseSense on a station computer, and you hover the mouse over that little icon, it will tell you what that note says. So you can use that to check uh, and see if you think you maybe should be having a note in your that specific shift. And um, like I said, at some point, or either it's coming up, if you think there's something wrong, you can send BHQ an email asking them. But maybe everybody knows that already. That was news to me. If you don't know it, now you do. Uh, in any case, that uh, is my little accuracy fact-checking fix back to the show yeah and anecdotally most of the errors are usually human enter you know supervisors not entering hours correctly or people not entering their own hours correctly and i want to emphasize that i don't i'm not here to point fingers or throw fire bombs i we have to work with the software we have because it won't change And the people who are involved in helping us with payroll are very aware of the difficulties we have and the issues that have been raised. Uh, I would ask that you remain respectful and professional when speaking with either Onisha or Kaylee Schmidt. Um, I know the amounts are sometimes large and they often do not have answers to your questions, but they are the only resource we have. And they are spending significant amounts of their own time trying to improve this situation for us. And as I understand it, once an, a mistake is identified, it's not hard to fix in general. That's a general statement. Most of the time. Okay. So let's back up yet again um, to some of the establishment or the, the when this committee was established, the goals. And I'll speak, and you can fill in the blanks a little bit, that... Um, couple things. One, I mean, this is overarching, not a gold committee, but just in general. Listen, we're all adults or professionals. 
it's our responsibility to check our pay stubs. And I'm the first one to raise my hand. I'm not good at it. I'm, I'm trying to get better. But every two weeks, we get a little email that says your, pay, your electronic pay stub is available. Uh, it's our responsibility to check it. And it's their responsibility to do it correctly, but we need to be looking at it every two weeks just to be familiar, more familiar with it and, being, and checking what's there. I think that's a first and foremost priority. You about to say something? Yes. When we surveyed the membership, um, I sent out one Google form survey <laughs> and got over 160 responses from, uh, on my first effort. And almost a third of those people who responded said they were unable to calculate their own pay in hours, which um, we've built some resources that will hopefully be delivered to help you do that. But you have to look at your paychecks. There are significant errors. Um, I can think of one case where a member lost 87 vacation hours at the stroke of a pen, and they were never returned, and they still don't know why. Uh, I was overpaid $2,000. Another member was overpaid $20,000. Um, in the case that we have an officer who found 17 times he was not paid a category of his pay. So the errors are common and they are frequent and they sometimes involve large numbers. And what we're trying to do is compile at least the larger of the cases, um, kind of a greatest hits of uh, errors in payroll and carry these forward and hopefully get some impetus for a solution. And right. I'm sorry to interrupt. No. But a common theme in that in that survey you sent out was it's hard to interpret or read, I should, I should say, the pay stub. It's certainly not clear. It should be as simple as hourly wage times hours worked equals your hour, you know, your, your pay. And the numbers, that math doesn't always work. That is correct. And the... SAP software that you can log into with the city has some self-help documents, which we'll be sending out from the Paycheck Committee so that you can have them yourself as a PDF. Um, We'll also have a training video to help you learn how to log into SAP so that you can go back and and try to verify previous pay or at least compare. But at the very least, please look at your paychecks and understand what a normal paycheck looks like, you know, knowing what your withholding is, knowing what your hours typically are, what your normal paycheck looks like. That way, if there is an error, you can catch it more easily. And just a quick note, if you're looking on a a mobile app for that, I've been hearing that it only shows the first page and there are times when when there's a second page of your pay stub. So just be aware that if you can't see a second page, you're missing something sometimes. And that, that's been a simple fix for some people. Like, I can't find this, and I'm just on the second page. Uh, yeah, there, there's reading all the documentation you're provided, and I strongly recommend logging in from a city computer. Uh, it's very difficult for some people to access SAP from outside the city network. I can't do it from home with my login. I can't either, yeah. So if I, if I am going to look back at my timesheets, which I'm able to do, or my previous paychecks, um, I try to do it on a city computer. So one of the things we want to do, and I think you said this well early on, was if we're successful as a committee, we're going to essentially eradicate our need, a need to be an existing committee. And essentially what that means is we want to compile, we've been trying to compile the tools necessary to decipher what you see, what we see on our checks. There's uh, an email that you can send and do you know, Jason, what that yep. email is? 
paycheck at IAF43.org. That will be the email you send your information to, and hopefully we'll receive an auto-reply that will have six or seven PDF documents and a trading video for how to log in. IAFF43. So yeah, ultimately, the idea is that if you see something, our goal is to make it much easier to have the resources, the tools, easily accessible. So at the very least, your first step is to go through these documents, and you can see if you can figure out a, if, if there is a mistake, what the mistake is, and where the best resource is to fix it. Because it may be, I don't know, it may be a different place. You, we, for, for now, we're sending, I think, most people are just sending emails or calling Onisha and or Kaylee, and they're unable to respond. The volume of work that's being placed on their shoulders, um, a common thing I hear is, yeah, e- and this is not a criticism. I emailed Anisha and didn't get a response. You know, when you, when you're drowning, uh, it's hard to to get to every in work. Excuse me, you're drowning in work. It's hard to get to, to every um, response to every email. I think that's I think that's what's happening. I can't speak for Anisha, and I apologize if, if if that's not not correct. What we like to try and do is help help them and help you folks have the tools so you can maybe figure it out yourself. Yes, if we can take some workload off of Onisha and Kaylee, that would be ideal because it will allow them to focus on hopefully solving some of these long-term problems. Uh, Another purpose for us drawing these attention is we want to bring payroll more resources. There used to be three people that helped manage the data flow, and now that has been reduced to two. Uh, and there's been some rumblings about some reassignments of Onisha and yeah, Kaylee. Yeah. And I'm concerned uh, that we may lose them, and they are the only knowledgeable and experienced people we have to help us work through this process. Um, the other thing I wanted to advocate for, for you paying attention to your paychecks, is in the long term, if we are unable to reach some reasonable solution for these frequent mm. and common errors, we will need to build a case file for a legal form of complaint. And I don't know if that would be Department of Labor. I don't know if that would be class action lawsuit from the IAFF side. But if the city is not willing to correct these problems on their own, then some incentives will need to be made. Yes. And circling back to the checking your, checking of your check, the it's entirely possible that Right now, there are members out there that are owed money or, or hours, accrued hours, that um, if we don't check them, it's never, you're never going to get those things. I'm not saying, you know, it's done in malicious, maliciously, but I think it's, it's entirely possible, if not more, more than likely, that is the case today, right now. I, I know there's a lot of employee rights in terms of back pay and pay that was owed. And I believe somebody raised it in the Slack channel and provided the link to state law that uh-huh. you're supposed to pay owed monies by the next pay period, mm-hmm. which I believe hasn't been the case several times. But I do not want to go the legal route if we can solve things through the city immediately. Sure. Um, but if you know continued financial harm happens to the members, eventually we'll have to right. lawyer up. And you know, prior to that, it's been brought up from many different angles, avenues, individuals. Uh, the idea of getting the payroll system, the whole system audited. And that's something that was brought up in the Slack channel recently. Uh, I've heard it said many times. And I think it's actually probably a really good idea. 
There's a couple of different processes for that, as I understand. But the city does have an elected official in the, I mean, the auditor um, that, I don't know if they have multiple auditors. There's one head auditor that maybe you're out to go. I don't know if requesting it through the city. Like, I, I think about this, and I wonder if requesting it through the city is, is the best way. It's certainly an option. Um, the other option is to do a third party and have the local pay for it. I mean, that's something we'd have to talk about. I'd have to go through the e-board, have to go through a whole bunch of channels. Um, I don't know what it would cost either. Well, strategically, my vision for what the committee will do is you use all paths to success and you function at all of those levels at once. And the fuel that will supply all of these paths of strategy, whether we're working directly with payroll ourselves, mm -hmm. going through the city auditor or, you know, building our own lawsuit, all of those will be helped by members having accurate documentation of how they have been harmed either in hours, benefits or pay. And the more accurately you can document it now, and the more organized we can be in that argument, the more powerful it will be to make that change. Um, so if you haven't taken the time to study your paycheck, please do. Mm -hmm. And if you do find an error, please email paycheck at IAFF43.org with the specifics and documentation. We've divided up the areas of responsibility. I will be responding to 40-hour employee uh, issues. We have several people devoted to the line company's payroll issues, and we will categorize and uh, identify the specific types of errors and hopefully track them down through positive re working relationships through payroll. Yeah. While we're doing that, we'll also be building a case to bring to the city auditor, and we'll also be preparing, you know, in the back of our minds that if we need to legally influence the city, then we have the resources and capability to do so. Data. Yeah. And one of the things, like when I had to, when I went back and checked the errors that I found, for me, the easiest way to do it was I printed out probably a year's worth of stubs kind of a pain in the butt. I'm old school. I like to have the paper. But for me, I had to have them side by side. And I was looking. Because I think when you talk about checking your check, you could just start now and look at it now. and start. But probably you want to look at what you have in this check and then start comparing it to ones you've in the past. It could be a random smattering um, from a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. I know that uh, one of the uh, comments on the Slack channel was you mentioned someone didn't get paid AO for se 17 times. Yes. So assumedly, you have to go back and really check that that's a little bit of a laborious process maybe there's a better way of doing it electronically but that's just my two cents for me the way i had to do it i had to print them all out it's, it's kind of a, a drag but probably a good um exercise if you want to just jump into this to take take the time to do that um maybe you know a better way of, of sort of so no, compare that, your checks. That's the simplest way to identify radical changes. Um, I would also try to draw your attention to your hours of leave. Yes. Um, because there have been substantial changes to people's leaves uh, and that hasn't been noticed by some. Um, like I said, some member lost 87 hours of vacation leave. I'm not sure what the math is on that, but that's thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, so once again, the more specific you can be with the the way that payroll has harmed you, and the more documentation you have, the more capable I will be able to help you. Yeah, and if you want to check your accruals, I mean, 
There is, it actually says on CrewSense, is the little, next to the bank hours, it should tell you the little question mark you touch. It should tell you what your accrual should be for vacation and sick leave uh, for each paycheck. It's also in the contract under the article, the sick leave article and the vacation leave article. Every station should have a, a, a contract in the office, in the, the local 43 notebook. That, I mean, that one is, again, like it changes. It should change each year. Yes, and there's a current 2023 payroll uh, sheets attached to the PDFs that you would get in an auto reply from the paycheck email address from the union. Um, it has several PDFs that were the documents that were built by payroll to help you understand your own paycheck. Uh, and I would ask that you start there with your questions. Please educate yourself before making your problem someone else's. Um, that will help me and the committee, that will also help payroll. And if you're a person who's already been dealing with long-standing issues, you know, there are people who've approached me that have said they've been fighting for years yeah. uh, in cases to get the correct pay or pay adjustments. Um, once again, if you have documentation, please email it to the paycheck at iaff43.org. And like I said, we're, we're building a case file of the most egregious examples so that we can bring them forward when needed. I'm not promising that we can resolve your issue or get you your back pay, but at the very least, we can use your example to prevent it from happening to the next person. Hopefully, yeah. So that's kind of it. And I think maybe, we'll, like I said, we'll do a round two uh, in you know, four or five, six months, something like that, to sort of see where things are at. But suffice to say, these errors are not uncommon, and they are probably often overlooked. And either way, and again, like I, th I see accruals as money. So maybe something's wrong. Your your pay is right. If your accrual is wrong, that's still you're losing money, potentially. And the systems are antiquated. It's incumbent upon each of us to take a little bit of time and check this stuff out. We're doing what we can to build some resources, hopefully make it easier. Maybe, like Jason said, we're exploring every avenue to fix it. And maybe if we have to go down a legal route, we can do that. It's not really, that's a last choice. Um, but that's sort of, I guess, kind of my wrap up of what we've said today. feels like we talked for, you know, a half hour and I haven't really said anything. I always feel that way <laughs> in a podcast. Like, what did I just say? Did we say that? Yeah. Um, but... Real quickly, I guess, uh, Jason Cunningham, Kyle McLowry, Jason Learn, um, Charmaine. Uh, Martinez. Martinez. Danny Johnson. Danny Johnson. So that's five. We got a five person committee right now. We need more. I need your help. Please, yeah. if you have time to spare for this issue, I could use the hands, uh, particularly people of uh, actuarial or mathematical <laughs> bent. Yes, if you, if you like math. And I don't think this one would be too much of too much of a time commitment, but as we get more information coming in, people send emails. The initial response is you get an auto-generated reply with the resources, but then we also can then interface with the individual a little bit to try and get more more details and make sure they're getting the help they need. I haven't gotten many emails yet, um, so I'm not sure if that's if it's being used utilized, but hopefully it will start to be more so. Yeah, we haven't marketed ourselves in uh, other than uh, the occasional email, but uh, hopefully here at the end of May, there will be several things that come out from the union 
uh, announcing your resources for the Paycheck Committee and the contact to do so. And once again, if you have the time to offer, I could use the resources. So please, if yeah. you have some spare time, step up and help out. So that'll wrap it up. So any last things you want to just uh, cap it off with? Or are, we, are we all good? No, I think we hit the highlights of what I wanted Check to cover. Check your notes. Anything on your notes? No. All right. Thanks, Jason. Anytime, Kyle. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.